What is up, guys, and welcome to episode 10 of Surviving the Post-Pandemic Card Market. It is a windy day here in Pennsylvania. I uh, got some storms rolling in. We got some snow, got some sleet, got some rain. And guys, it is raining sports cards all over the market right now. So we want to bring you kind of a recap of our first couple episodes here and talk about some of the stuff we had recommended, some of the stuff that we talked about that we wanted to do, some of the stuff that we said about will help build your portfolio, some of the stuff that we said about how we're going to move into our portfolio. And we want to see what where we're at with that after 10 episodes or after nine episodes. Okay. So one of the things we had talked about, and this is for specific for our shop ourselves, we wanted to move away from strictly retail stuff um, just because retail rips is not a bad thing. But if you're tr if you're in this for the flipping and you're in this for um, the money, more or less, and, and we're not going to sugarcoat it. If there's people that are in this for the money and is what it is. But if you're in this for to keep expanding, to keep getting more money out of different cards. We talked about moving away from retail and moving into not even just hobby, but moving into that middle to high end stuff. Um, that means that's not mean that we're going to go spend five grand on top series one baseball. You got to understand that. Yes, that's the flagship. Yes, that's the main rookie card you'll see for baseball. Um, same thing with we're not going to go out and dump a thousand dollars or however much into a couple boxes of Don Russ for football or basketball. Again, yes, they have the big rookie cards, they have the rated rookies, they have parallels, but the chances of us getting some of them is, I don't want to say slim to none, but it's it's a harder pool to pick from. And because of how big of a pool there is, everyone's fishing out of it, and everyone's getting the same thing, so we're not going to see the market as volatile, I should say, because if everyone's fishing out of the same pond and we're and we're fishing the same fish it's gonna you're not gonna see the the turnover rate for flips that you want um we see the immediate right after stuff releases like we saw the wonder franco cards um i want to know whoever bought his first ever psa 10 rookie card because that guy paid like three grand for it and i'm pretty sure they're going for like maybe a couple hundred bucks um, if that, but we got to understand that sometimes you got to find that secret spot. You got to find that, that next level, that one where, you know, guys are fishing in it, but you, you know that there's bigger fish there. So, and what we're talking about with that is guys, is some of these different sets that tops and panini do that have are autograph heavy. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be getting all Hall of Famers, all top vets, all top rookies. It's going to be mixed in with some some stinkers, some mid-ends, and then your absolute bangers. So, some of the, like the middle, low middle to high, we're going to kind of go. We'll start with baseball. Um, some of them we have like five-star. Um, they come with, I think, one or two. I get them mixed up. I think five-star is the one that has a couple of... Uh, couple base cards i think one or two autos um you have the tops dynasty that's a uh 
a middle to high um, luminaries, which is a huge, um, which is a huge set for them. That's a very expensive set. Um, you have the their uh, transcendent, which is the equivalent to I don't want to say the equivalent, but it's close to what flawless is for Panini. Um, a lot of gold border cards, a lot of very low, low, low number cards, a lot of a lot of ones and ones, one of ones. Um, but that's what we're talking about with putting money into stuff like that, where you're going to get a there's a greater chance for return on interest. OK, um, like I said, if I go buy a box of a jumbo box right now for it's probably roughly around 200 ish bucks of the uh, tops series one with Wander Franco, you get one auto and you get two um, mem cards. And then plus you get the silver packs, which you can pull autos in that, which is separate. But regardless, if I go buy those, I'm going to get a whole box of base cards with one auto, just one, one singular auto. It, it's not guaranteed to be numbered. It's not guaranteed to be a parallel. It's not guaranteed to be a rookie. Nothing. It, it's just a, could be anybody out of every team where as if we did the, we will say, I think it was luminaries is the one where you get two autos, which baseball is a bad one. Baseball doesn't have the big sets for affordable like football does, which is weird to say that. Um, but I don't want to waste the money on a smaller hobby box like that, where I'm going to get a bunch of base cards that, we are frankly for us as a shop, we're going to give away to the kids, which not that's a bad thing, but we have so we have I have a pile of cards here that looks like Mount Everest. And most of you do, too, that we hand out to kids a lot of shows. And um, so we really don't want to buy those boxes that have all those base cards. Um, so you got to look at those higher end boxes. Um as far as football and basketball go, like I said, baseball, there's they have a couple of them. There's decent ones from tops. Um, they also have a whole bunch of them for Panini. They do all the same sets for Panini as they do for football and basketball. They're just not licensed, so they will not have the logos, uh, which does damper a little bit, sort of. But um, as far as baseball, you, you got to watch. I, I, me, personally, I'm not wasting my money on the regular hobby boxes just because of the return of interest and the amount of cards you're getting and the amount of skunk cards you're going to get for the football and basketball. There's obviously the like elite stuff you're going to be getting the high end stuff, which is going to be your um, impeccable, which is going to be your immaculate, your national treasures and your flawless. Those are going to be your high end, um, if you can get them early, some of them are middle, but mainly those are all your high end stuff. That's going to have, that's going to have your, and guys, I apologize. It's getting allergy season. So if I sniff one of the mic, I do apologize, but guys, those are going to be your high end stuff. Like I said, we just opened a box of 2020 collegiate flawless. We got it for a very good price. We got it off of my slabs. Um, don't sleep on my slabs guys, especially for you. For those of you that don't have the business side of it, like we do, um, it's very cheap for sellers and buyers. So just remember that. Um, but like we got a, a the uh, briefcase of that for right around, I think it was 3,500 ish somewhere in there. And we ended up and we got, I think six, seven autos, 
two gems, and a Joe Burrow rookie card out of 10 autograph RPA. So, I mean, we made our money back in that, but your return on interest in that, just for the, the amount of cards you get, like I said, it's not for everybody, guys. No one's... I, I don't expect you guys to go and dump three grand into a box to one single box just because you heard it on here. I'm just trying to relate and say that this is what we did. This is what our ROI was. They were trying interest. Um, we will definitely get above our ROI. Most likely we already shipped out the Joe Burrow to PSA. So we, we will get our money back on, on that box. Um, and then some probably just with our other autos, but we always want to look at why we are buying these sets. Like I said, we want to move into for us as a shop. Like I said, we, our goal is to have a shop somewhere on Penn Avenue. So we need to start building up product. We need to start building up capital. We need to start building up um, our card collection as far as like our slabs and whatnot. Like I said, we're selling slabs all the time, so it's hard to keep stock in. And then we got to get stuff graded. So we are looking to do the bigger sets like the immaculate, the impeccable, flawless, all that stuff so that we can do, we can try to get the bigger fish right away. And remember when we said about the bigger fish in our episode, I believe it was episode six. We, we talked about, there was always the bigger fish. Yeah. Episode six, we talked about understanding where you are with your collection and where you want to go and understand that sometimes you might have that card on your desk that you want to keep. But if you want to move up in your collection, you got to understand sometimes you got to let one fish go to grab and to get another one. Um, I think I believe the line I used was you can't catch a marlin using a trout lure, um, which is a direct effect, a direct correlation now to this case of flawless. We hit up Sports Connection from Chalfont. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we sold, which is funny, we sold a trout card, some other autos, got some capital in the bank get some stuff that was a separate from what we have sitting there for um, our other fees and didn't did a coin show for that uh, for that side of our shop and then we realized hey screw it let's let's go get a bigger box let's go get a bigger fish and see what we can do um did it work for us yes 100 percent it worked for us but it, i'm not saying every time you buy a flawless box you're going to get the top rookie you want to get. So um, a lot of that too is understanding the market and the market value of stuff, especially stuff like 2020. Obviously that was not last season. So that stuff's been sitting on the shelf. There's not many of those cases left. Those prices are not going to go down much. They're not going to go up much more, but right around between 3,500 to 4,000 is where you're going to see that box. Um, like I said, we got our return of interest on that. Or we we will I should say, um, but then if you look, but if you want to start to get into that stuff, but you don't want to do the the high end of that, where like the flawless, where you're getting a big ass briefcase, start a little bit lower. Start with some of these, um, even like contenders. You get a lot of base cards, but like it's now it's a hobby box, obviously. But you get four autographs or five autographs. I forget what it is now, but you get a lot of autographs. Even we did a the. Prism Draft Picks Basketball, the Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham year. We, for 200 bucks, we pulled almost $800 worth of cards, guys. It's one of those things where you got to understand, you, you got to be selective of what you're putting your money into and buying. Um, 
we do a, and we're do, we're starting to do a lot more mystery packs. So we need the autos. So we're buying some of these sets. Like I said, like a good portion of this flawless, we're going to put towards our next mystery packs just so we have some bigger autographs and bigger draws. Like I said, we got a very good reception of our first series of our mystery packs. We have about half of them left. Um, we had half sold before we even got a chance to put them on eBay. So that's on eBay right now. Um, but side note, guys, if you do want it on those, on those mystery packs, um, these mystery packs have Lamello rookie PSA 10s. Um, there's all sorts of rookie PSA 10s, PSA 9s, bunch of autos. We got some uh, Chris Paul one-on-one, one-of-one printing plate in there, a bunch of autos. Um, we have I know I said that the social media deal would end on the uh, on Easter Sunday night. So we and they are up on eBay. But guys, if you were listening to this show and you want one of our mystery packs, as long as we have them in stock and we don't have them and they're not getting pulled off eBay, you let us know. Hey, I listened to episode 10 and I want a mystery pack. We will give it to you for the $50 fee or the $50 social media price. Um, and then well, all we ask is for is $5 shipping and we, and we get that out to you guys. Okay. Um, so again, you want one of those mystery packs hit us up, but that's like I said, we're doing a lot more mystery packs. So we are trying to stack some autos, stack some good mem cards, uh, that we can do some of these lower to mid end mystery packs where kids can get in on it. Um, we had a couple guys that uh, their kids are going to their birthdays this week and their kids are going to be opening up our mystery packs, which is really cool for us. So I'm hoping they got some good stuff out of them, but we're doing these middle end hobby boxes so we can get autos so that we can grade them so we can flip them. But again, it, it sounds bad to say that, that we're just buying to flip, but we're buying that so we can get more product guys. Cause like I said, our goal is to be the local card shop here and the, Robazonia, Warnersville, Sinking Spring, Westlawn area card shop. There's nothing out our way from the mall out until you get to Lebanon. Uh, so we want to be kind of in the middle there. So again, that's why we are moving towards the, the middle to high end stuff as far as what we're opening. Um, just so we can get more money and to help you guys get some stuff. But, um, but yeah, guys, understand that to get some of these, you're going to have to, you might have to liquidate some of your uh, collection. If you got four or five cards that equal a thousand dollars, and you in the market's right form, and you you are okay with getting rid of them, look at what you want to buy. Look at hey, you know what this hobby box, or even if you want to get a bigger card, like let's say right now Joel Embiid and the Sixers are pushing through. We got a two zero lead against the Raptors and and the first round. Let's say you want to get like a National Treasures auto or something. Or a PSA 10 rookie auto, just something. We'll say it's fifteen hundred bucks. You got a thousand dollars worth of cards that you can use. So now, oh yeah, now for you that offsets your that offsets your spending. Now you're not spending fifteen hundred dollars. You're spending five hundred dollars. Or if you throw more cards in there and you say, hey, I sold thirteen hundred dollars worth. You can now go buy a fifteen hundred dollar card for two hundred dollars. It feels a little bit better. You don't have as many cards on your mantle or wherever you keep them, but you now have capital and stuff that you can use to buy more cards, more product, and all sorts of stuff. Um, 
So that's what we're looking at. We've been selling some stuff left and right, stuff that we don't need, um, stuff that it was good stuff to look at and the cases that it shows, but we're moving on from that. And we used it to get to these, like this Joe Burrow PSA 10. Uh, well, it's a wishful PSA 10, but um, we were selling those cards to move into these, into these higher end boxes. Um, yeah, guys, I, like I said, I can beat this drum all day long, but we just, we, that's our, what we're doing. We hope that you guys can get to that point too, where you're comfortable enough financially with your sports card collection that you can start to spend within your, spend within your collection versus spending your day-to-day money, if that makes sense. Get to that point where you can move cards around to make your money market to buy stuff without having to use your joint account with your wife because then she's going to smack you or divorce you or punch you in the throat because that shit happens. But guys, like I said, that is where we were recapping our episode six. That There's always a bigger fish. We use that, that mantra, that motto to get ourselves a case of flawless, open it up, and boom, we tripled our investment. So looking in as far as markets go then, um, the NBA playoffs have have begun. We're in the first round. So as far as what we're looking at, we have all the big names in, except for LeBron, which is great. Nothing against LeBron, but I'm so tired of him and everything that's going on the last couple of years, him hopping teams, him doing this and that. Um, just happy to see that they're not in and that we're seeing more, more uh, current players really pushing into the, uh, really pushing into the uh, playoffs. We're seeing their cards jump, and uh, yeah, sorry guys. There's a <laughs> structure fire call going out in the background here, so I'm just my pager's going nuts, but. Um, but yeah, so like for us, our local market, we had the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey is blowing up the playoffs. Um, first game, he scored above 30 points. It was the second the second player only to LeBron James. And I believe, I swore I saw one that had, it was him, LeBron, and Michael Jordan for whatever the stat line was. Um, they were he's, he's tearing it up. He had 28 points last night. Uh, Joel had 31 points, so... Joel's looking like he might end up getting the MVP. Um, everyone's kind of rallying for him. So we're going to see his cards go up again. Uh, his stuff's been pretty steady. Um, I, his stuff, I think, is a, is a good buy, um, especially with the way the team's looking, knock on wood. But uh, for me, Embiid is a buy right now just because he's got the – He's going to either be one or two again. He's going to be one or two in the MVP race. Uh, it's going to be him or Jokic. Him or Jokic. Um, he's the first center since Shaq to get the scoring title. So he's he's got he's checking off all the boxes. Um, but right now Philly's motto is screw screw the MVP. Let's give let's give him a title. Let's give him an MVP in the finals. That's kind of what they're looking at. So this team's out for blood. 
if you're looking at setting up uh, as far as for cards, it's a little late for the playoffs, but you can still get in to certain players. Um, if you watch the first round and you can pick up on guys uh, like Scotty Barnes, he's hurt, but he was he was going to be one of those ones to watch for. Uh, Tyler Hero, um, Maxi, obviously, but sometimes guys, it's not the, it's not the smartest to buy the biggest guys like Luca, Trey, Joel, James Harden, Steph Curry, Clay. If you pick some of the accent players, guys, if they have a big game like Maxi explodes for almost forty, then Everyone's going to do the, huh, wonder how much his cards are. And they're going to go online. They're going to see everything starting to go up. And people are going to buy in. That's how the market works for these stuff. That's how the playoffs work. You're going to see huge spikes up and huge spikes down. You, you just need to get yourself in before that spikes up. Okay? So, we're in the first round of playoffs. Like I said, if, if it's me right now buying, I am probably going to buy into... Uh, a little bit more Maxi. Going to look at some Joel stuff. Uh, like I said, his stuff has been pretty well plateaued. Um, I'm not buying a James Harden, and this is just for the Philly market, guys. Just because I said I'm, we're in the Philly market. Uh, I'm not really buying outside the other guys right now. Um, but that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for some some rookie autos for Joel. Looking for some rookie autos from Tyrese. St- stuff that will. The autos guys will be the easier ones to flip than just the regular cards. Um, they'll hold their value too if there's a spike down from like a, a big loss or an injury. Um, the autos will hold their values to some point. But that's what I'm looking for as I'm buying stuff the next couple weeks. Um, watching some games, seeing what's going on. Um, and, not, and I'm not saying don't go for the big guys, but just understand like Trey Young. Um, his stuff's cooled off just because of the market correction, which is great. But if you plan on buying his rookie auto and they don't get out of the playoffs, now you, if you're in that for the flip only, and you're not financially ready to, to hold that for the next year, um, now you're, you're going to be caught holding the bag and it's going to be a little rough for you. Um, as if where like I said, you pick some of these like accent guys like Siakam, uh, Maxi, just to name a few there. If you pick up some of those guys, now you can flip them a little bit quicker, a little bit easier. But same thing there, guys. If you go too deep on them too quick and then hold too long, you will lose if you hold them p- past the playoffs. Um, if they are not a big-name player, they will not hold their value in the offseason, and you'll see a dip, you'll get scared, you'll sell, and now... You either didn't make money, lost a lot, or you're just kind of breaking even just to get out of it. So understand, guys, the playoffs can be a very tricky situation when it comes to putting money into cards if you're trying to play the uh, the short game there. Um, as far as the baseball market goes, guys, I... Dude, I grew up playing baseball. I love baseball. I love it to death, but I, I'm not really in on the baseball market right now. Um, baseball market's hit, very hit or miss, and I think right now it's kind of a miss. Um, it is maybe a good buying time, 
I just, I'm not, it's a very weird market, guys, for baseball. Uh, the temperature's cold. We're not seeing the balls flying off the bat like we should. So right now, everything's a little bit stale. Um, you'll see that all tick up as we go here. But right now, I'm doing my investing in basketball and football. So that's where I'm looking at. Like I said, guys, I'm not telling you to go dump your money into Tyrese Maxey or Scotty Barnes or whatever. I'm just saying, guys, be on the lookout for those ac the accent players, um, the vets that have steady. If you're looking for a big auto, look for the vets that have steady um, backed up pricing where if a National Treasure Auto PSA 10 sold for 1500 last month, and it sold for 1600 two months ago, and it sold for 1400 eight months ago. Those are the ones, guys, that you can get in on and hold on to if you're able to leave that money on the table. And then hopefully, if they have a big game or a big series or a big MVP, and that sells for 2000 or whatever, you can get your money up. Okay, guys? Remember, in the greens, in the green. All right? In the green by $100 is better than in the red by 500 All right? Just understand that it's up to you to figure out where you are in your card collection portfolio to to get where you need to be as far as what you can hold and what you can live with flipping right away. If you can hold a $5,000 card and hope and pray that in the next year that something big happens, that's great. Understand, guys, life happens. We see some guys that get charges and all those cards drop. So you got to understand you need to be prepared for the bottom to fall out and understand that it can come crashing down, but you need to be smart with that. Okay. So that was our episode 10, guys. Very short one here. Uh, we are trying to get our office fixed up here, get some stuff done, get our mystery packs going. Got to ship some more out today. Uh, like I said, guys, on the Instagram on 610 Collectibles, we opened up that case or that uh, hobby box of 2020 Flawless Collegiate. Check that out, guys. Um, huge. Uh, we pulled a huge burrow, um, a bunch of other great autos. Uh, then we opened up some in case, just one box. Pulled a gold Mike Vick 9.5 auto. So we, we're thrilled with that. Um, other than that, guys, like I said, we're still Still moving forward with our giveaway with the uh, Michael Vick jersey. Like I said, you got to listen to our, a couple of older episodes to get that passcode. Uh, you DM that to us. And we also added in a box, a mega box of Don Russ from this year. So, guys, all you got to do is send us that code, like the channels, and you are entered into a free giveaway once we hit 500 subscribers on the the. Uh, surviving the post-pandemic card market Instagram page. So, guys, again, as always, if you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want, any suggestions, please feel free to hit us up. We are always we always have our phone. Um, if I'm at work, I'm usually just scanning through trying to figure out what I'm buying next. So, guys, don't feel don't feel afraid to ask any question. If you have anything you want to buy, let us know. If you need help with pricing, you let us know. Like I said, guys, we want to eat. And we want you guys to eat. All right. The card collecting is a family. And we all need to realize that. All right. We may fight sometimes, but hey, guys, we are all going to eat together. So keep listening. 
keep collecting and be safe out there.